0: His Lord Saints. Good, the Lord. Morning. Good morning.
1: Beautiful breath morning. Yes. Excited for this weather. Amen. Excited to be in his presence. There's nothing like the presence of the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Let's just worship him together this morning. Let's get our minds on God.
1: presence. There is full
2: Jesus for financial stability you give us, God. give you all the praise, Lord, honor Jesus.
1: Amen. We're just going to continue with our worship.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Brother the played so hard, and broke his pick. Amen. I feel the
0: presence of the Lord in here so strong. Amen. What a beautiful presence. Yeah. Amen. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Uh, Praise God. This God, we uh, uh, it says, not forsaken the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. And Amen. you know, I'm I'm I am so grateful Amen. and thankful for all of you coming Amen. out today. Yes, I was I was sharing I with. Brother Aaron and uh, Brother Kevin. It's something that all the churches are all going through the same thing. It's not just us. Everyone's going through the same, the, the same thing. And uh, if it's not an indication that we're in the last days, because it says there's going to be a great falling away, and it's not talking about a falling away of those in the world. It's a falling away of those that are in the truth. So... Those that are in the World Church or the
0: mm-hmm.
2: the, the Church of Rome, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. yeah. those that are all part of that. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's hearing on the podcast mm-hmm. or anything, don't get offended, but you're lost. Amen. Yes. You don't know the truth, Amen. and so yes. uh, uh, the truth makes us free. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So um, it's something there. I uh, I was planning on preaching on something else and. And uh, it's funny. It's so funny. They were, they were even talking about up down there, the, the men of God, and, uh, Brother Smith and Pastor and uh, Brother Warren and uh, Brother Craig. It's something how you can, uh, you're praying, you know you've got to speak, but you don't know what to talk about. You don't know what to speak. And it's like, and you start getting all nervous. Last night I was getting all nervous and it's like, oh man, Lord, it's like, I want to go. I, I feel like I, to go in this direction, I says, I need your help, Lord. And so, uh, and so my dog woke me up twice. I didn't get much sleep last night. My dog woke me up. He was so happy we were home. Not to change the subject, but it's kind of cute. When we came home, he has his breed of dog is known to have separation anxiety. If the people in his life aren't around, he'll, he goes nuts. He doesn't want to eat, doesn't want to do anything. And so, so we come in the yard, and Dina said that she could hear him barking, right? So get this. The dog was so excited to see us, he lost his voice. He hurt, his, he hurt whatever his vocal cords or whatever. He sounds like a squeak toy when he barks. And it was like, oh my word. I go, wow. That dog was so happy to see us. He actually lost his bark. I said, man, how many of us, when we come to the house of the Lord, how many of us lose our voice yeah. praising the Lord? Wow. wow. Oh, yeah. So I thought, of, boy, I, I thought of that. And, uh but anyway, he woke me up twice. He's so excited. He's having a hard time because he's so happy we're home. And he woke me up twice last night. And so I didn't get a lot of sleep. But, you know, when I, I got up, boy, it's like, wow, Lord just kind of laid it all out. And so then when I'm up here, it changed it again. And I said, wow, Lord. I go, that's, that's pretty awesome. But... It's all, it all goes with it. But I want to say this. I was bragging on all of you. I really was. When I, um, uh, uh, we were talking about, I had a chance, chance to testify the first night a little bit. And I was saying, man, I says if you want to go to a church that's on fire, you need to come to my church. And those, and those that have been here said, Amen! They agreed. So, my word, you, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. And it's amazing until you go someplace else do you realize just how blessed you are. And I'll tell you what, it all has to do Number one, it has to do with the Holy Ghost, but it's our pastor. We have a pastor who's not willing to tickle people's ears because our pastor is so sought after because of what he knows and his way to preach and the whole thing. But here he is. He's our pastor. And I have no doubt in my mind that if he watered it down, if he tickled people's ears, this place would be full. I have no doubt in my mind. Because man, a Native American that can preach like that? (laughs) 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 Brother Craig's the same way. Listening to Brother Smith and uh, Brother Warren talk about, you know, Pastor and Brother Craig, they had, wow, it was like, wow, off the chart. They go, these men of God wow the way they preach and what they know and it's like and we get the blessing so young people you have no idea what you are in wow So, so praise the Lord let me see if I can find where the Lord wanted me to go here so I gotta figure out some things here but um, you know, I, uh, it was something, um, uh, before I, uh, get to what I wanted to, um, uh, uh, say, um, Wednesday, I was sharing this Wednesday, there was a 100 degrees down there, 100 degrees. Man, was it hot. And uh, Brother Craig and I, we both thought the same thing. But there were dragonflies everywhere flying around. And he was thinking the same thing I was. I said, thank you, Lord, for the dragonflies. Because they're taking care of the mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have any mosquitoes at all. Wow. It was amazing. Wow. But, boy, it was hot Wednesday night. Wow. I mean, sweating hot. Boy, everybody was just sweating like crazy. So Thursday comes, it was 60 degrees, 40 degrees drop. Wow. And so everyone's cold, everyone's got blankets on, they got to put their coats on, put their hoods up, and they're all like this and everything. And I remembered when we went to uh, uh, Two Strike and we had the service there like at 40 degrees. <laughs> Everyone could see their breath. Man, we kept praising the Lord, and we still had a service, even if it was that cold. (laughs) I'll never forget that. But that, and then uh, Friday night was perfect. I mean, that was just a perfect night, perfect temperature, everything. But what got me, though, was I really appreciate our pastor because I don't know if any of you heard the preaching or anything, but when pastor preached, I have never seen him uh, try, let me say it that way, try so hard to get people to listen to what he was saying. Serious, I never, it was like it hit me. I wasn't the only one that was hit by it. The men of God were hit by it too. They all saw it too. But it was something, when Pastor was preaching and and, uh, man, the message that he preached, you could hear amen and shouting and everything, but that was from the, uh, I'm going to call it the praise line. It was all the men of God. They're on their feet. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now keep in mind, I'm so cold my hands hurt. Okay? And it's like, but I mean, I wasn't, everybody was cold but for all those that he's preaching to that he's trying to get to crickets nothing deader than a doornail and it was like wow I said man and it hit me it has a lot to do with what I'm, I want to uh, share this morning and I want you to understand that what, what the Lord put on my heart to, uh, to say is, uh, if I guess if I could name this so I had to change a name literally like in the last 30 minutes. So I'd have to say, you're not trying hard enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, understand this. this. I know when we hear a message from the Lord, it it does apply to every one of us, including me. Yeah. Uh-huh. And some of you may say, "Well, I'm already doing this, so this must not be for me." Well, no, it is. Mm-hmm. But I know that th- what I want to share, I, I have no idea. I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to help someone out. Yeah. But this is the um, this is the the scripture I want to start out with, and then I'll get into the other. Um, stuff that I wrote down. Here's all my notes. Serious, <laughs> it was that sudden. I'd like you to all turn to 2 Kings 13, and we're going to start at verse 18. And so this is really uh, something in, um, uh when I hear all the preaching that we've been hearing, and and all the the truth is, is we got to be getting ready, amen. amen. Because we're all going to go through something like we've never experienced before, amen. And we're if we're not ready, we're going to cave into the pressure, and we amen. can't do that.
0: That's right.
2: So we're confronted with reality for those that have your eyes open and you're, you're aware of what's going on, you're confronted with the reality that an event's going to happen and how, however we respond and lean upon the Lord is whether or not we make it or not. Right. Amen. And so, um, but let's get to the Scripture here. It says here in uh, 2 Kings 13, starting at 18, it says, and He said, Take the arrows... And he took them, and he said unto the king of Israel, Smite upon the ground, and he smote thrice, three times, and stopped. And the man of God was wroth with him. He was angry, and said, Thou should have smitten five or six times. Then hadst thou smitten Syria till thou hadst consumed it, whereas now thou shalt smite Syria but three times. So, um, the Lord just put this on my heart, but it's like, we're not trying hard enough. We don't see our God for what He can do. We are so, man, I'll tell you what, someone said that, um, uh, I heard in this past week uh, some person trying to get confirmed and everything, and she had written this paper before, and so she was getting questioned on it, and so you know she was she was directed the question. Um, so, do you think that people that don't believe in basically, I'm paraphrasing it, that don't believe in intellectual are stupid? In other words. Those who have conservative values, are you saying they're stupid? Oh, no, no. No, that's not what I meant. And they go, but that's what you wrote. In other words, when a person wants to get confirmed, they'll tell you anything they want just to get confirmed. But when they get confronted with what they say, okay, that's the evidence. That's the evidence. But I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with higher education or anything like that if you keep it in perspective. But if you listen to a lot of professors that will get to turn, they'll turn you into little gods, they'll say, oh, you are so smart. You, Oh, man, you are going to change the world. You are so smart. Don't let anyone, don't let anyone get in your way. You do whatever it takes to get wherever you need to get. You're it. In other words, you don't have anything else to learn. Everyone else needs to be looking up to you and saying, Oh, they have a piece of paper now. Now they're the expert. I gotta listen to them. Wow. Well, that paper's getting whew, mighty thin and cheap, I'll tell you why. Wow. Amen. But the reason I'm saying that is in this country, especially, this this world that we live in, we're so conditioned to listen to Everyone around us—we're mm-hmm. not dependent on God like in some parts of the world. My word, right. they're dependent on God to make it through the day. Yeah. Right. We aren't. Right. That's right. We have to be. Yeah. We have to be. That's right. But we aren't. Because yep. yeah. we got all. Who needs God? <laughs> <clears throat> I got McDonald's. <laughs> I just go to the ATM, get some money. Yep. You know, who needs God? Yeah. You know, don't have to worry. Where's my next meal coming from? Uh-huh. You know, am I going to get raided tonight? Am I going to get dragged out? Or am I going to get shot tonight? Right. Wow. Jesus. So we don't depend on the Lord. Yep. But what got me? I like it all turned to Matthew. I'm going to get to the main scripture of what I wanted to share. What got me with the meetings that we had down there in um, the uh, Brush Arbor, I wish you all had been there. Oh, my word. And amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. The preaching was amazing. And um, but what got me was when pastor was preaching and there was like no response and I know why there was no response. The reason there was no response was everyone was preoccupied with how cold it was. That's all that was on their mind. I'm cold. So what? Yeah. Hey, man. I have a headache. So what? I don't feel good. So what? So... Let's get into the scripture here. I'm kind of jumping ahead here. Let's get into the scripture in Matthew 22 here. We're going to do a little bit of reading. I'm going to stop and um, touch on some things here, but it says And Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again, he sent forth an other servant, saying, Tell them which are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it, and went their ways. One to his farm, another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. I'm going to stop there. Now I realize that what this is talking about is Israel. It's talking about the, the chosen, the seed of Abraham. That's what this is talking about. He started with them and he was rejected the prophets that 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 spoke what did they do they killed them they wouldn't listen to them so let's go on with verse 7 it says but when the king heard thereof he was wroth and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their city in other words he took away their glory he took away their took it all away and he saith to his servants the wedding is ready, but they which are bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find bid to the marriage. So the servants went out into the highways, and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. That's you and me, by the way. Amen. Okay? That's you and me. That's everybody here. Everybody that's been baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Seeking, it, seeking the Lord's will. That's us. All right. So we made it there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Amen. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there was a man that had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless that said the king to the servants, bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Verse 14, For many are called, but few are chosen. So when I got, I got, I got thinking about this, and i and, um in this, and it's like we have the opportunity to be Blessed. We have the opportunity to get the blessing that God promised to his chosen people. Amen.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We can partake in that. Yes. Yes. But it's up to us to do it. Wow. Uh, Pastor was talking about uh, Monday night. Boy, I can't, man, so much happened this week. I'm just amazed. <laughs> Monday night, I wish, I mean, it was, it's called men's meeting, but that was awesome <laughs> what we were talking about. I wish y'all could have heard it. We're talking about what the high priest wears, his, his attire, and so and so, uh, you know. Pastor was um, was saying it's a representation of the Holy Ghost. Wow! Amen, amen, Woo! Amen. Keep in mind, there was only one that got to wear that, yeah. and it was the high priest, and he got to go in to commune with God one on one. Wow! So I got thinking about that, and all it, it hit me. I go, you know, and it said, and he saw there was a man which had not a wedding garment. Now, I know a, a bride should be all dressed in white, okay? It's just, it's, it's beautiful to see the bride all dressed in white. But I couldn't help but think that I said, man, he, you want to commune with me, and you don't have your attire on. And I said, whoa, I'm going, man, it hit me. The person doesn't have the Holy Ghost. Wow. Wow. We don't want to be. We don't want to be sitting here in the presence of the Holy Ghost, hearing the preaching of the Word, the truth, the stuff that's going to save us. Do nothing about it. Mm and be rejected. Right. Wow. Jesus. We got to take advantage of the opportunity when it's given to us. Yes. Amen. Not on our terms. Yep. Right. It has to be on His terms.
0: Yes.
2: Amen. So uh, I want to turn to another scripture here in Matthew. And then I'm going to get a little bit more into what it is that I'm... The point I'm trying to make, I guess. Matthew 15. <clears throat> Is it Matthew? Is that what I want? Oh, I wrote down the wrong thing. Here, I was getting so excited about what I was reading. I, my pages just must have turned and I wrote down the wrong thing. <laughs> Oh, give me a minute here and I'll, what? What? give me a minute. I'll find it.
0: Um,
2: let's see here. I'll find it. Oh, Lord, where is that? Isn't That's it funny? It's good to be human.
0: That's good to be human.
2: Good to know you're not perfect. I have someone that reminds me of that every day. <laughs> oh. It's not just the Lord, you see. It all. <laughs> okay. All right. I found it fourteen, Matthew 14, uh, starting at 28. This is when uh, Jesus was out on the water. It says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sing. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? So what got me, and it, it, it hit me when Pastor was preaching, that's when this really hit me. And I go, and I said to myself, we get wrapped up in the distraction instead of what really matters. See, see, keep in mind that Jesus, now think about this, the one that can control the weather, told Peter, come here. So what does Peter do? He gets out. And he, he's walking on the water and the wind's probably blowing him like this and it's like he starts looking around and it's like, oh my word. It's like, <laughs> click. But he took his eyes off of Jesus and what he said and what did he do? He started to sink. Amen. So in other words, he's missing. Now he's missing it all. So what does the Lord do? He grabs him and he asks him, why did you doubt? Why did you pay attention to what's around you instead of listening to me. Right. You know, you've seen everything I've done.
0: Yeah.
2: Why are you doubting? Amen. And so I, I said to myself, so what got me was, Pastor, man, I could feel his frustration. I could <clears throat> feel it. But people weren't hearing what he was saying. Because all he were caring about was how cold it was. And I thought about that, and I said, man, when we come into the house of the Lord, when we hear preaching, I mean, any man, when you hear any man of God preaching, and you hear truth, you know why I'm always standing on my feet praising the Lord? Two reasons. Number one, I'm helping Him preach. And number two, it keeps me on spot with what just came out of his yes. mouth. Amen. And I'm burying it here in my mind. In other words, instead of me being comfortable in that nice padded chair, yep. Yep. I'm standing on my feet. Amen. 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 I'm making an effort to get up. Yes. Amen. Now, I'm not, don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to compare everybody to me. Right. But if I, ha- if I have to say that, do what I do. yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Do what I do. Yeah. Man. It was something. It was just something to feel that and everything. And it's like, wow, these people aren't even hearing what he's saying. So the victory is in what he's saying. The victory is in that. If you listen, if you respond to it, that's where the victory's at. It's no different when Jesus asked Peter, come on. No different. What does man? Peter jumps right in with both. Just man. He's standing on water.
0: Right. Amen.
2: Wow. Think about that. He's standing on water, and instead of going wow, instead of running across the water, he pays attention to the wind. Yeah. Man. Think of all the stuff, all the distractions in our life, all the things that trip us up. And please, I don't want to offend anybody. Man, I shouldn't be apologizing. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. If you're offended by what I say, well, pray about it. Ask the Lord to increase your faith. But it came out this past week. I mean, it was something about COVID-19. This came out. And I don't know if you heard the exchange between Dr. Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci. But Dr. Rand Paul, who is a doctor, a medical doctor, knows what he's talking about. He's got a degree in medicine. It's come out through all sorts of things. There's so much of this COVID-19 thing that is made up, false, and untrue. And what they've done is they've destroyed our entire economy because of it. They've destroyed your freedoms. They've destroyed so much because of COVID-19, a man-made disease. Not natural It's never been in nature. It was made by man. And Dr. Fauci helped pay for it. So, all that deception. So, this is a point I'm trying to make. If all those people that are telling you what to do if you have COVID-19, why in the world would you listen to them? They're lying to oh you. Now what I'm saying when I say that is my God, oh my, man. my God yes. can heal me yes, that's right. if that's, right. that's what He wants Ooh, to do. Right. But He's the one that's going to be glorified right. in anything that yes. happens if we're walking with the Lord. We need my knee that a man I can do this I had a torn ACL everybody (laughs) the only thing they were supposed to they wanted to cut it open give me surgery and all this stuff it's like man the Lord healed it just wow man I suffered with that pain for a year and a half oh my word wake up in the morning tears running down my face because that thing hurt so bad I move it just right, and it's like a, somebody stuck a knife right in my knee, and it's like, oh, that hurt. Came up, got a prayer for healing, and I totally dismissed it. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot about it.
0: Amen.
2: And it wasn't until two days later that I realized when I'm walking upstairs, my knee doesn't even hurt. <laughs> Amen. I was praising the Lord in the stairway in one of the Amen. dorms at the university at Amen. three o'clock in the morning. Because I was just walking up Amen. them stairs like nothing, and it was like, wow,
0: Thank
2: I got healed, Jesus. Yeah. man. Thank you, Jesus. I don't have no idea why I got off on that, but I'll tell you what, I'm praising the Lord. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> So many times, so many times, instead of, we're, we all have this. It's our nature, it's our human nature. But instead of living in victory, we always live in defeat. Amen. You know that song? Yeah. He brought me out of that miry clay. Yeah. Some of us enjoy wow. walking around in miry clay. Ooh, serious, folks. Man, that's true. Yeah. This people, they got nothing good to say about anything. It's always, woe is me. It's like, man, woe is you. Praise the Lord, me. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'll tell you what, folks, and I'm not trying to be insensitive or lack of compassion or anything, but man when you think about all the good that He's doing right. for you, yeah. even in your affliction, yeah, right. yeah. if you focus Thank on Jesus. everything He's yeah. doing good for you. Yes. Yeah. When I think about Glory it, Jesus. people will get so caught up in a situation, oh, I'm having problems with this person so I don't feel like going to church. This person last week, they looked at me really weird. They don't like me. I don't want to go to church. Pastor, my word, I don't know who told him about what on what happened to me. But man, he was whatever he said was redirected to me. It's like I don't want to go, and it's like, what? Amen. It's true. Amen. You come up here and you have no idea what's going through any what anyone's dealing with or yes. anything, and you can say something and just build that person up. Amen. Because that's what you needed to say. That's what the Lord yes. wanted said. Yes. Amen.
0: Wow. Amen.
2: Hallelujah,
0: Jesus.
2: When I was when I was reading, uh, I didn't realize how many scriptures there were in the Bible on those that were indifferent. Or half-hearted or didn't care. There's a ton of scripture. Wow. I wanna share I wanna share a few with you. I just want to share a few with you. Um, well, I had mentioned this earlier, Matthew twenty four twelve, it says, And because of iniqu- and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. This world we live in. There's so much distraction. So much distraction. Uh, 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 Brother Warren there, Wednesday night, um, he was even talking about it. He says, boy, if you don't think we're in the last days, and if you think, I'm I'm paraphrasing what he said. I'm not quoting him word for word. But it's like if you can't see we're in the last days, you choose to be blind. Amen. You choose not to be paying attention to what's going on, and uh, his message having a second chance. Wow, I could relate exactly to what he was saying because the Lord gave me a second chance, and um, I thank the Lord for that. I wouldn't be here if He hadn't given it to me. Right, amen. So, um, but this world, when it says, and it says, you know, iniquity shall abound. Wow. So, I you know, I was thinking about that back in my day when I was a teenager, back in the 70s. When I think about the way the world was. And so I'm going to I'm going to give some of you younger people a little bit of a history lesson. Up until the 60s. Up until the 60s. There were basic things that were considered right and wrong. Didn't matter whether you went to church or not. There were certain things that that's that's appropriate. This isn't appropriate. So then the '60s come along with all the drugs, which now everyone's trying to make legal. But here come the drugs and all the psychedelic stuff, and they they get these. Uh, you take drug and all it, drugs, and all it does is allow a demon to come in doesn't matter what the drug is, it puts a demon in you. So that demon persuades you. It's like, oh, this feels so good. Oh, you know. doesn't get any better than this. So then you become dependent on that thing for you to feel good. So when that demon's attacking on your mind and everything, it's like, oh, I feel so good in this state. There is no right and wrong. Make love, not war. <laughs> I remember that as a kid. I just remember all that stuff as a kid in the 60s. I remember that. So the 70s come along and now the, all those, that the, the hippies from the 60s now become the teachers of the 70s. And so now they're pushing their way of thinking. so And so I got thinking about premarital sex, having sex, young people having sex. It is so easy for anybody to have sex these days. Yeah, that's true. And if you do it, everyone's just going to yeah. look away. It's true. Oh, it's normal. It's natural. That's yeah. not, it's biological. That's true. But there's a right way and a wrong way. Yes, that's right. You were made to be a certain way. Yes.
0: This world
2: does not want you to be that way. Yes. So I have no idea why I got off on that. But, but, but what I'm saying though is this, is when I think about this day and age, when it says iniquity shall abound, there was a lot of iniquity in the 70s. But nothing like today. Nothing. Back in the 70s and 80s, for those of you that know anything about politics, Republicans and Democrats would sit down and talk to each other and they'd work it out. Didn't matter who was in power, laws still got passed. Nowadays we are like, you want to know is iniquity abounding? Yes, it is. That's why we're so split. Yeah. Because those who want right and good are on this side. And those that want anything is okay is on the other side. Yeah. Not realizing that the ones that claim all they care about is your freedom, yeah. they want to put you in bondage. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones that they claim want to put you in bondage, are the ones that want to be left alone Mm -hmm. and be free.
1: Right? That's
2: true. Amen. But that's the world we live in. So because we're in that world now and everything is so easy and so open that no matter what you do, no one's going to say anything about it, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: then it's like we all go back to that thing, well, what do I need God for? Mm Because I can satisfy myself. I can satisfy my carnal desire not knowing that every choice you make every decision you make has an effect on everything you're doing in your life that's right everything that's
0: right
2: how many people here when you were a teenager did something i'll say teenager early 20s i'll say that because it seems like the light bulb starts going on around I don't know, 24, 25, the electricity gets to the light bulb, so I guess. guess is the word. I don't know. But up and down, how many of you here did something in that time frame that you regret and you're still living with the consequences of it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you young people need to look around. See? The reality is this. Okay? Thank you, boy. You wonder, you young people, you wonder why in the world are the older people in the church all fired up? <laughs> and why is it the young people sit there? Uh, what time is it? Yeah. Yeah. When is this getting up? Oh, I gotta find out what Suzy Q had for lunch. No, serious folks. I was gonna do that. I'm just gonna tell you what I was gonna do and I didn't do it. I'm just got a real issue with cell phones. I just oh Saw it at the brush harbor. Drove me nuts. I was gonna say, how many of you are doctors? How many of you are policemen? How many of you are firemen? Okay. How many of you have cell phones? Get your cell phone out and put it up. Okay. Shut it off.
0: It frustrates
2: frustrating. One lady. Well, my Bible's on my phone. Oh. Where? Well, we got Bibles in the back. Why don't you read one on paper like everyone else does? You live in this world of convenience and distraction. uh, I get frustrated. The only reason I'm saying that is because it's a distraction. Who cares if somebody calls you during church? It'll be there when you get out. It's always been that way in history. So, what's different today? Why do you have to know during church then? Billy Bob's at the hospital with a broken toe. It'll still be broken after church. <laughs> and don't and don't misunderstand me, yeah. but we get so wrapped up in all the stuff around us right. that we don't pay attention to what matters more than anything. Right. We have to be walking with the Lord yes. all the time. Amen. We gotta keep our mind on the Lord. Yes. All the time, Amen. we're in when we're in the the house of the Lord, and we're hearing preaching.
0: Right,
2: we need to be hearing what the preacher's saying. Amen. Yes, and we need to be shouting, "Amen!" Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord! Amen. Standing on your Amen. feet, Amen. Amen. your hands, Amen. man. Church ought to be noisy. Amen. 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 Believe me, I grew up in a Baptist church, and you could. You could hear the alarms on people's watches going off when the pastor was supposed to get his sermon done. And that was a huge church. We had probably, I don't know, 270 people in that church I grew up in. Big Baptist church, but crickets. I remember as a teenager sitting in the back, all the teenagers, we all sat in a group in the back. And we all took bets on who was going to fall asleep first. Wow.
0: Serious. Wow.
2: We had some old people and you'd watch them and they'd be there like this and they'd be dozing off. And the person beside them would elbow on them. <laughs> Kids, you not. That's what we used to do. That was our entertainment during church. Wow. <laughs> Serious. I'm not lying. Oh, my wow. word. So how long do you think it will be before they tip over? We literally had people in church, literally, poo tip right over on the pew. And in the Baptist church world, we were a church sought after. People would come from miles to go to our church. Wow, I'm just thinking about that. Oh, my word. I love the truth. I love it. I love it when this truth that makes us free, yeah. Yeah. you can go and you can be with anyone full of the Holy Ghost, yeah. and that's your brother, or your sister. Yeah. 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 And you can be in there, yeah. and you can worship just like you do in your home church. Yeah. Yeah. No difference. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I was worshiping the Lord j- there in Chautauqua, Kansas, just like I do here. No yeah.
0: difference.
2: I was up there stomping around in the dirt, being demon- It's so funny, my my shoes. She says, you've got something deep in your shoe. She was pointing it out to me. I haven't polished my shoes yet. She goes, you got something really deep in your shoe. She goes, and I go, yeah, it's Kansas dirt. (laughs) 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 Serious. But next, you go home, take your shoes off, and they're like tan colored. Wow! They start out shiny black, and by the end of the night, it's tan color. <laughs> that is, if you're
0: dancing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Believe me, there was a lot of people that didn't have any dust on their feet. But, but you know, I, I'm. Anyway, let me get a few more verses in here. All right. Says here, Jeremiah forty-eight ten says. Cursed be he that doeth the work of Jehovah negligently. Wow. Isn't that something? It says right there, cursed. You know, when you think about, you know, we have a lot of people that aren't here. And I can't help but think, you know, and it's like my heart goes out to them, but I just read, we just read there that we need to pray for them, but don't dwell on them. Yeah. Yeah. pray for them yep. because there's others out there that want yeah. what we have exactly. and that's who we have to focus on
0: because
2: if they want it they're going to come yep. yeah. Amen. but we have to pray for them we've got to keep them yes. keep lifting them up in prayer yes. and so I think of those that have fallen away mm-hmm. and I said they heard the same truth that I've been hearing yeah. that's right. the Amen. same message that I've been hearing yeah. Right. and I'm still here Right, Amen. and I'm, I'm boasting in the Lord when I say that but what, the reason that I say that is because as I said you participate in the service you're going to get something out of the service Amen. Amen. you participate in the message you're going to get something out of the message Amen. Amen. but if you just if you're wallowing around in that miry clay yeah. you're going to fall away You'll just fall away. And so, when it says cursed, man, that's a big word. Cursed. Wow. Here's another one. Luke 12, 47. And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Jesus said that. Wow. The servant which knew the Lord's will yep. <clears throat> didn't do it. Wow. Man, if you want to be blessed and not cursed, right. just Amen. do what the Lord Amen. wants you to do. Amen. Amen. Man. Amen. We were talking, Brother Warren was uh, testifying about a man. He says this man was he says it inspired me so much he was a uh, insurance he owned a uh, he was uh, an insurance salesman he said very wealthy very successful very wealthy He had a lot of money and uh, but he wanted to serve the Lord and he, he said the Lord told me he says if you want to serve me take all of your money and all your possessions and give them away wow. he did it he literally gave it all the way.
0: Awesome. He
2: said, so here he is. He's in this little apartment. And he's going, and he says, man, I don't have any money. And the Lord said, don't worry about it. And he said, the Lord, he said, they wanted me to go speak at a certain place. And so he says, Lord, I don't have any money. He says, don't worry about it. He goes there. There's somebody there giving them money. The Lord told me to give this to you. Wow! Yeah. That's the way he lived. In the yeah. miracles and everything. And I said to myself, wow. Talk about taking the Lord's will to heart. Man. <coughs> Dean and I, was so it's so funny. I was thinking about the Lord. The, we were, the, the Lord put it in my head this morning. We spent almost all of our money on this trip, literally. Out of the business and everything. Almost everything. So we come home. uh, We come home and lo and behold, there's a check in the mailbox. I go, wow, look at that. (laughs) Oh, I totally forgot about it. I said, praise the Lord. And that's the way it's been for us. For those of you, I I, want to share this because... I'm a white guy. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I love saying that. i <laughs> Compared to my son in law, I am an albino. <laughs> oh. But I got thinking about it, and the Lord reminded me, He said, You know, isn't it something that if you... In Malachi, it talks about will a man rob God? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just using this as an example. It says, well, how have, we, how have we robbed you, Lord? In tithes and offerings? He says, prove me. Yeah. He says, prove me. Mm-hmm. You pay your tithes and offerings and watch what I do for you. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: So those of you that think that Dean and I have a lot of money, mm-hmm. we we are at the top side of what's considered the poverty level. (laughs) That's how much money we make. Kid you not. I kid you not. But I'll tell you what. We have everything and more than what we could ever want. We're so blessed. The Lord was reminding me of that this morning and I'm going, thank you, Jesus. Because, man, there was a time where we had all kinds of money. All kinds of money. And, it, and all kinds of grief. Yes. Because with it, I'll tell you what, it's... Man, don't try to chase a dollar. Don't try to chase a fancy house or a fancy car. Or any, don't do it. Because it's a trap. It's a trap for your flesh. Yeah. Man, I'll take our wore-out Dodge vans any day. (laughs) Any day I'll take them. As long as they're running, just praise the Lord. (laughs) Amen. She's always, Dina's always calling my van the res runner. Brother Craig says, That's way too good shape to be on the radio. Brother Craig said,
0: Oh, yeah.
2: I love that. It's got all the windows.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Another verse here. And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beat with many stripes. I read that one. Here's another one. Um, for the heart of this people, this is Acts 28, 27. This is another verse that I really believe applies to, <laughs> to us in these days, people in the truth. For the heart of this people is waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes have been closed. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. The pastor prays that every time he prays. How many of you actually listen to what the pastor prays? His words. You need to. You need to listen to what he's praying. That's the man of God. And God's moved on his heart. And so, because, um, wow. You know, Brother Marsh, you know, Brother, that's funny, Brother Marshall, my pastor, Brother Harold Marshall, he was testifying about the things that he had experienced in his walk with the Lord, the miracles that he'd seen and everything. And he would share miracles of, you know, he was sharing um, some instances where he did he prayed with some people with with you, brother Aaron. He was sharing about how people got healed, delivered, and all this, and it was crickets. <laughs> he he even went after that. He went he goes. Just like that. Y'all had the praise section over here. Just praise Mm -hmm. the Lord. Right? But 90% of everyone there was like. And it was so sad. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, get over the cold. Wow. If you can't run with the footman, what's gonna happen oh, when the horse? Yes, you? Yes, oh, yes, yes. Yes. If you can't overcome being cold, yes. wow, wow. We have to be overcomers. Yes.
0: Yes.
2: Says that in Revelation. He who overcomes yes. Yes. overcomes what? Yourself. Yes.
0: Amen.
2: Instead of leaning on I just don't feel right. Yeah. Oh. Get out the violins. <laughs> <laughs> play some nice music. Wow. Here's another one. No, I'm going to close with that one. Where's another one? Daniel 9:13 It says as it is written in the law of Moses all this evil has come upon us yet made a, yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God that we might turn from our iniquities and understand thy truth Again we get so wrapped up in the distractions of our life because life happens when if anyone thinks that, you know, well, pastor, pastor doesn't know. He walks around on clouds. He doesn't have any problems. He's got way more problems than you do. <laughs> He's got the problems of the whole church on his shoulders. And so you say, well, then, so you go, well, then why is the pastor the way he is? Because he's overcoming. He's putting all that distraction. When he's preaching, and he puts all that distraction behind him. He's focusing on what needs on the here and now. Our Lord is a here and now Lord. Amen. Not a yesterday Lord. Because man, if you wrapped up in what happened yesterday, you don't get your priorities right. Because yesterday was yesterday. Today is today. Tomorrow hasn't even come yet. So today is the day. Wow. So I'm going to, I might close a little early here. Let's uh, go to Hebrews chapter 10. How many of you have read the entire book of Hebrews? Man, that's some of the best reading. Wow. I love the book of Hebrews. I love the whole book. but That little book. Hebrews. Hebrews 10.
0: We're
2: going to start at verse 23. It says, Let us hold fast. The profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love into good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Um, Wednesday night, Brother Smith, what he, was, what he was preaching on was the wild grapes, sour grapes. And it was so neat that that scripture that he used was um, uh, referring to him, man, planting this vineyard, taking care of it, dressing it, setting it up in a perfect ideal condition. And what does he get? He gets wild grapes. That's not what he wanted. Wild grapes are sour. They aren't very good. That's why you see the people with the vineyard, they're out there taking care of their plants and doing everything, because everything they do to those vines, the, the fruit that's produced is good fruit. And so what he was talking about here, in and, and I... I It was amazing what he was saying was, the Lord's done everything for us. He hasn't lacked in a single thing in our lives. Not one single thing. So it's up to us to do our part. That really hit me when he was saying that. We have access... We have access to overcoming power that we can't even comprehend it. Amen. (laughs) Pastor talks about it all the time. I sense his frustration. I know he's frustrated with me, and it's like, man, I've got to do better. I have to do better. I have to be an overcomer.
0: Yes.
2: But that power... uh, I think it was Brother Craig I was talking to, talking about that telescope that they've sent out there in space, and it's taking pictures, pictures that they can't even take from Earth. Taking these pictures and uh, focusing in, and what do you see? More stars. Man can't even see the edge of the universe. As great as man thinks he is can't even see the edge of the universe. And to think that all of that is contained in God. Amen. So if he's got all that power and he's that big, why is it? Why is it we get wrapped up in our problems instead of giving them to the Lord? Right. Wow. Amen. He created us. Right. Created every cell, every atom in your body. That's right. He put them all together to make yep. you. Yeah. Ooh. Think about that. Because all the, all the little parts that make you up, you can't even see if they were individual. You need an electron microscope to see how little some of those things that you've been made up with. Wow. And he holds you all together. That's the God we serve. So when I think about that, we get caught up in a distraction or we caught up in our situation or, man, how we feel or anything. And, and, and don't get me wrong, we had a good conversation there in the, the um, uh, foundation class. And it's like, the one thing I don't ever want to do is I don't ever want to compare anybody to me. I don't want to do that. Because everyone's got a different faith.
0: Yep. Amen.
2: Wow, that's what makes the body so beautiful yes. is everybody excels in something. Yep. And yes. so it's when everyone's doing their part, woo, you got yes. a beautiful picture. Amen. But when I don't want to do that, right? I want to do that. Yep. Well, you aren't qualified to do that. Yep. Be convinced that's why it says, be content with whatever it is you're blessed with. Yes. Because if you're content with what you're blessed with, guess what? You're going to be blessed with more. Yep. And you yes. won't get blessed with more yes. until you're content with what you've already got. Yes. Yes. Why would He give That's you more? Right.
0: right?
2: Why would He? You don't even like what He's already given you. Yeah. Right. So why would I give you more?
0: Right.
2: He knows the desire of your heart. Yes, He does. Serve the Lord and watch what He does for you. Amen. Yeah, that was a powerful message. Every message every night was just amazingly powerful. But if I could sum it all up, if I could sum it all up in this way, we, more than ever, um, uh, we have to make our calling and election sure. Every day we have to make sure we're saved. Yep. You keep hearing this over and over and over again. And there's a reason you're hearing it. Amen. Right. Because because um, it says in... Uh, um, I think I'm pretty sure it's Matthew. I'm not sure exactly where. But when it talks about the very last days, which man, we are in the last days. I mean, we're talking a matter of years, everybody. Just a matter of years. God's going to wrap this all up. I have no doubt in my mind. But it says that I'm paraphrasing this, but it says everything's going to occur like a snare. You'll be going along and all of a sudden, there it is. That quick. Whatever situation you're going to end up, it's going to, it'll happen that fast. It's not going to be some gradual thing where, oh, in two weeks, the police are going to come over and they're going to knock on your door or the, some government, of, the FBI is going to show up on your doorstep in two weeks saying, hey, we heard you saying such and such about so-and-so and so, or we think you're a threat. It's not like that. It's like they'll just show up on your door. Hey, it happens. It happened to me. Had <laughs> the government and the government after me, knocking on the door? Where's Dad? We want to talk to him. <laughs> uh, so I've been there. Dina calls me up. Did you know that they were after you? You're a fugitive. We were kind of laughing about it. I'm a fugitive. <laughs> was all a misunderstanding the whole thing was a misunderstanding but the whole point of the whole point is is if your name gets put on something that's all they're after they can care less whether it's the truth or not they don't care so in these days that are coming these days when evil is good and good is evil and um uh but boy, when we come together, participate in the service. Yes. Listen to what's going on. Respond. Yes. Yes, yes,
0: yes.
2: Don't get caught up in your pastime. Right. Right. Whatever it is, you get wrapped up when you're not here. Wow. we got to keep our eyes on the Lord. Yes. And then we won't sink. Right. 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 So... Walking on water. The supernatural. Man, I have no doubt in my mind that I I believe with everything in my heart that if we're walking with the Lord, I believe it's going to happen with this church. I believe it. I believe we're going to see some supernatural things happen that we're going to realize that it was the hand of the Lord that did it. I have no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Because we can't be we can not be enjoying the Holy Spirit in its presence the way we are being blessed with it to know that the Lord is not with us. Man, I'm just so, we're so blessed. Wow, we're so blessed. So, thank you all for coming. Man, you really are the best looking bunch of people. Yeah. You really are. Wow. It's good to be back here. It's good to be back in this place. And um, I had a good talk with Brother Warren, and boy, now he wants to come up here really bad. I just got him. I said, wow, I have nothing but good to say about this place. Oh, I can't brag enough about you. Oh, one thing that this is, i got to share this with you. Here we are. um, I was sharing this with Brother Craig because he would know this probably better than anybody. I go, isn't it neat how every church has their own style of singing and worship? He says, yeah. He goes, it really is something. Because down there at Brother Wethys, the way that they sing and the the rhythm they use and all this stuff and everything, and it's like, it's over my head. I don't have a clue as to what's going on. But I still worship, and I still praise the Lord, and I'm still dancing. And I thought about that. It'd be no different than them coming here and going, man, this is so different. But that's what makes the church and the body so beautiful. Because think about all those different things combined together. The sound of many waters. That's probably exactly what it would sound like. wow. So, so praise the Lord. Enjoy your, uh, your break and we'll see you back here this afternoon. Get ready for round two. Amen. Amen.